Good evening. This is All India Radio and I'm Abhishek Kumar with the news at 9. The headlines. Hospitals, banks and schools in Jammu and Kashmir functioning smoothly. Attendance expected to improve further. India and Russia reiterate their long-standing position of mutual support for each other's sovereignty and non-interference by third party. Supreme Court to hear on Friday petition of senior Congress leader P. Chidambaram seeking protection from arrest in the INX media cases. Nearly 40 lakh people avail cashless treatment under Ayushman Bharat scheme till now. ISRO successfully carries out second lunar-bound orbit maneuver for Chandrayaan-2. And in sports, Indian men's and women's hockey teams win Olympic test event at Tokyo. In Jammu and Kashmir, situation has improved considerably, especially in Kashmir Valley, with no major incident reported from the valley today. Briefing media persons in Srinagar today, along with DIG Central Range VK Birdi and Director School Education Kashmir Range, Director Information and Public Relations Dr. Sayed Sehrish Asgar said that no law and order problem was reported from Jammu Division, where all the schools and educational institutions are functioning normally. In the Valley District, it ranges from 2 to 3 percent in some areas in the south to even 50 percent in certain areas in the north. Some private schools, especially in Srinagar, have started their primary classes. All schools in the Jammu region are functioning normally. However, she said that there were some minor stray incidents in Kashmir Valley which were dealt locally. The officers informed the media that 747 middle schools opened in Kashmir Valley today. Director Information said that in Kashmir Valley districts, attendance in schools ranges from 2 to 3 percent in some areas in south and up to 50 percent in certain areas in north. She informed that some private schools in Srinagar have started their primary classes. The Director Information said that adequate stock of essential commodities is available in the valley with hospitals and banks functioning smoothly. She said that in the offices of Deputy Commissioner in the Valley, about 80 to 90 percent employees are attending their duties, whereas in other offices, the number of employees attending their duties is 70 to 80 percent. She expressed the hope that the percentage of employees attending the offices will increase in the next few days. Meanwhile, Jammu and Kashmir Director General of Police Dilbag Singh today visited North Kashmir districts of Baramulla, Handwara and Sopor area to taste to take stock of latest law and order situation. More from our correspondent. Director General Police Dilbag Singh said that effective initiatives have been taken to bring all-round improvement in the law and order situation in the Kashmir Valley to ensure security of the people. He said that stringent action will be taken against those disrupting the peace and creating panic among the masses. He also requested people not to pay any heed to rumors which are being spread by some vested elements to vitiate the atmosphere. Director General Police also interacted with the police officers and police personnel during his day-long visit to the North Kashmir districts and urged them to keep a close watch on the law and order situation on the ground. R.K. Raina, AIR News, Jammu. Highly placed official sources said that the abrogation of Article 370 in Jammu and Kashmir has dealt a heavy blow to terrorism, corruption and nepotism there. Situation is getting normal and not a single bullet was fired and no loss of life was reported after the scrapping of Article 370 in the state. However, a section of media was spreading propaganda by using old video clips related to violence in Jammu and Kashmir. 
Dismissing rumor mongers and frivolous reports, they made it clear that no one can destroy the language and culture of the valley. Under the Indian constitution, the diverse culture of every state is protected. One must also understand that the government decision has been backed by constitutional roots. The sources said a major gain of the scrapping of Article 370 and Article 35A will be that it will lead to industrial development, flourishing of tourism and trade in the state. It will also facilitate better civic amenities, education and healthcare to the people of Jammu and Kashmir, which has been neglected so far. Pakistan again violated ceasefire by resorting to indiscriminate and unprovoked firing targeting Indian forward posts in Sundarbani sector of District Rajori in Jammu and Kashmir today. Defence spokesperson told AIR Jammu that about 1,545 hours, Pak troops violated ceasefire by firing small arms and shelling with mortars in Sundarbani sector. Alert Indian Army is giving a befitting reply to Pak firing. So far, there has been no report of loss of life or injury to anyone from this side. India and Russia have reiterated their long-standing position of mutual support for each other's sovereignty and territorial integrity and non-interference of third parties. National Security Advisor Ajit Dobhal and his Russian counterpart Nikolai Patrushev met in Moscow today and held a discussion on regional and international issues and reaffirmed their intention to intensify counter-terrorism cooperation. A release by the Ministry of External Affairs said they also discussed the bilateral cooperation between the two national security councils. Mr. Dobhal and Mr. Patrushev reviewed preparations for Prime Minister Narendra Modi's visit to Vladivostok from the Eastern Economic Forum in early September. The National Security Advisor also met Dmitry Rogozin, who is the director of Russia's space agency Roscosmos, to review ongoing cooperation in the field of space and India's Gaganyan program. Mr. Rogozin applauded the progress of Chandrayaan and conveyed Russia's support for the success of the mission. India and Zambia today signed six agreements expanding the range of bilateral cooperation to various fields including defense, arts and culture and education. The MOUs were signed following wide-ranging bilateral discussions between Prime Minister Narendra Modi and visiting Zambia President Edgar Chagwa Lungu in New Delhi. Both leaders held wide-ranging discussions on strengthening bilateral ties, especially in trade and investment, development cooperation, among other areas. In a press statement following the talks, Prime Minister Narendra Modi said, the MOU signed on defense cooperation between the two countries will enhance institutional exchanges between India and Zambia's defense establishments and will strengthen defense cooperation. Mr. Modi said both the countries will increase their participation in the fields of healthcare, tourism, agriculture, food processing and mining. Bharat aur Zambia ke sambandh Zambia ki aajadi se bhi purane hain. Zambia Bharat ka mahatvapurn mitra aur vishwasniya partner hai. Saman loktantrik mulyon mein hamara vishwas hai. और विकास की साझा आकांक्षाओं को हम दोनों देशों को आपस में जोड़ती है हमारी व्यापक साझेदारी ट्रेड और कॉमर्स इन्वेस्टमेंट और इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर से लेकर डेवलपमेंट कोऑपरेशन कैपेसिटी बिल्डिंग और मजबूत सांस्कृतिक और जन संबंधों तक फैली है फिफ्थ मीटिंग ऑफ इंडिया नेपाल जॉइंट कमीशन वाज हेल्ड इन काठमांडू टुडे External Affairs Minister Dr. S.J. Shankar and his Nepalese counterpart Pradeep Kumar Gyawali co-chaired the meeting. The Joint Commission reviewed entire gamut of bilateral relations. 
An MOU was signed between Food Safety and Standards Authority of India, FSSAI, and Nepal's Department of Food Technology and Quality Control on Food Safety and Standards. On this occasion, a cheque of 2.45 billion Nepali rupees was also handed over to Government of Nepal towards reimbursement for housing reconstruction in Nuwakot and Gorkha districts. Earlier, soon after reaching Kathmandu, Dr. Jayashankar paid a courtesy call to Nepal Prime Minister K.P. Sharma Oli. Dr. Jayashankar also attended banquet hosted by Nepal's Minister for Foreign Affairs in his honour. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. The Supreme Court today refused urgent listing of Congress leader P. Chidambaram's petition seeking protection from arrest in the INX media scam cases. A bench comprising Justices N.V. Ramana, M. Shantana Godar and Ajay Rastogi said that without listing of the petition, they cannot hear the matter. The bench said this when senior advocate Kapil Sibyl, appearing for Chidambaram, repeatedly asked for hearing the matter today itself. The bench told him that there were some defects in the petition and the registry has informed about it. The top court said the defects in the petition were removed just then and it couldn't be listed for hearing today itself. Solicitor General Toshar Mehta opposed the plea of Chidambaram for hearing the matter on Odal mentioning, saying that the papers are not with him. Later, Supreme Court decided to hear on Friday Chidambaram's petition seeking stay on the Delhi High Court order that had dismissed his anticipatory bail plea. Registrar Judicial informed Chidambaram's lawyer that Chief Justice of India Ranjan Gogoi has listed the matter for hearing on Friday. CBI has issued a lookout circular against former Union Finance Minister P. Chidambaram, who is facing imminent arrest in the INX media case. Official sources said the move will prevent him from leaving the country. The probe agency is understood to have alerted all airports and other ports of entry to prevent him from leaving the country. The officials said the agency is continuing its efforts to locate former union minister as he has not presented himself before the CBI team. The investigating agency had been seeking Mr. Chidambaram's custodial interrogation in the case pertaining to alleged irregularities in the grant of foreign investment clearances to INX Media when he was the finance minister during UPA rule. Earlier, enforcement director had also issued a lookout notice against P. Chidambaram. Meanwhile, Mr. Chidambaram appeared at the Congress headquarters this evening along with his party colleagues and addressed the media. He said he has not been accused of any offence nor anyone else of his family member in the case. Chidambaram said there is no charge sheet filed either by ED or CBI before a competent court in this regard. Teams of CBI and ED have reached the residence of P. Chidambaram who is inside his house. BJP has hit out at Congress after the top party leaders came in support of former Union Minister P. Chidambaram, who is facing imminent arrest in the INX media case. Talking to media, BJP spokesperson GVL Narsimha Rao alleged that the way Congress leaders Rahul Gandhi and Priyanka Gandhi Vadra are supporting him reflects that the scam was done by Mr. Chidambaram under the protection of them. Rejecting the charge of political vendetta over CBI and ED action against the senior Congress leader, Mr. Rao said, the High Court, in its observation, termed Mr. Chidambaram as key conspirator in the case. Earlier, Congress leader Rahul Gandhi had accused the government of using ED and CBI to character assassinate former Union Finance Minister. 
The Madras High Court has rejected the demand of Karthi Chidambaram, the son of senior Congress leader P. Chidambaram and a Lok Sabha member, to stay the proceedings in a court against him in an income tax case. The case relates to the charges of failure to show the income of disposing of a plot of land near Chennai in his IT return for the year 2015-16. The case was being heard by the Economic Offences Court at Egmore in Chennai. It was later transferred to the special court hearing cases against people's representatives. Kati Chitambaram approached the High Court against the transfer of case and sought an interim stay. More than 39 lakh people have availed cashless treatment worth over 6,000 crore rupees for serious illnesses since the launch of Ayushman Bharat, Pradhan Mantri Jan Arogya Yojana, ABPMJAY. This has resulted in savings of over 12,000 crore rupees to the beneficiary families. Health Minister Dr. Harshvardhan today stated this while reviewing the implementation of Ayushman Bharat scheme at a high-level meeting. Over 9 crore 46 lakhs beneficiaries have been given e-cards to avail the benefits under the Pradhan Mantri Jan Arogya Yojana. Over 16,000 hospitals have been impaneled for this purpose and half of them are private hospitals. The scheme, which is the world's largest healthcare program, provides a health cover of 5 lakh rupees annually to vulnerable families and aims at benefiting more than 10 crore poor families all over the country. Dr. Harshvardhan also launched the newly designed grievance management portal of the scheme, which is an online system to help members of the general public to register their grievances and get assistance with Dipendra Kumar, Anand Kumar, AIR News, Delhi. The Indian Space Research Organization has successfully carried out the second lunar-bound orbit maneuver today at 12.50 hours as planned. Chandrayaan-2 had entered lunar orbit yesterday morning, subsequent to which ISRO is now moving it gradually near the moon using onboard propulsion system of the spacecraft. Both the Indian women's and men's hockey teams have won the Olympic test event in Tokyo today. Women's team defeated Japan 2-1 in the finals. Navjot Kaur hit a goal at the 11th minute, while Laldrim Siami struck winning goal at 33rd minute for the game for India. Indian men's hockey team also won the Olympic test event, beating New Zealand 5-0. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Hospitals, banks and schools in Jammu and Kashmir functioning smoothly. Attendance expected to improve further. India and Russia reiterate their long-standing position of mutual support for each other's sovereignty and non-interference by third party. Supreme Court to hear on Monday petition of senior Congress leader P. Chidambaram seeking protection from arrest in the INX media cases. Nearly 40 lakh people avail cashless treatment under Ayushman Bharat scheme till now. ISRO successfully carries out second lunar-bound orbit maneuver for Chandrayaan-2. And in sports, Indian men's and women's hockey teams win Olympic test event at Tokyo. And that is all in the news at 9. Good night.